fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. Microsoft releases outdated computers again. It is Thursday, October 13th, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. All right, so Microsoft has released, or rather announced, the release of the Surface Pro 9, the Surface Laptop 5, and the Surface Studio 2 Plus. There may be other devices, but these are the ones we're going to talk about today. Now, the Surface Pro 9 is an obnoxious little unit because it starts at a thousand bucks, which you'd think is fine, right? 12 inch laptop, x86 based, and for a thousand bucks, you're running eight gigs of RAM, 128 gig SSD. You know, it's, it's fine. It's not the best out there, but it's fine, right? Then you can upgrade to the Evo 12th gen processor. By the way, that's, that's the whole bit about this. You're running 12th gen. We're seeing 13th gen come out now. So why would you announce now that your laptops and your computers and whatnot that you're not actually launching yet are running last gen tech? But here's the part that slays me. If you go ahead and get the Evo version, which includes something, I guess the word Evo, um, you get 256 gig SSD instead of 128 for $100 more. Or if you want for $300 more, you can get it with 16 gigs of RAM. $300 for eight more gigs of RAM. Uh, last I checked, that RAM was worth roughly uh, $40 extra, but I digress. Well, but then we go over to the i7 model, which includes something. That's the other thing. We don't see the specs at all. We're not told what the core count is. We're not told anything about these CPUs. It's just Core i5 and Core i7. We get less information out of Microsoft in this configuration scheme than we did out of Apple when they ran Intel. Let that sink in. And then models from there on up are just basically 256, 512, one terabyte, and one terabyte with 32 gigs of RAM. By the way, none of these models include a cellular modem at all. These tablets have no cellular model, unless you go to the ARM version. Now all of a sudden they have 5G, but they're using Microsoft's custom SQ3 SOC. And these are both somehow both cheaper and more expensive at the same time. The low end starts at $1,300 and the high end is at $1,900, whereas the high end for Intel is $2,600. By the way, your keyboard is still $300. Why? I don't know. Oh no, I'm sorry. This weird Liberty keyboard is $300. The rest are $280. Look, I love the concept of the Surface Pro laptops. I mean, the Surface Pro tablets, because they can basically laptops that also function as tablets. This is a hard pill to swallow. It always has been, and this is even worse. Now, if we go to the laptop area, we get basically the same configurations, except we have the keyboard built in. They can't seal it away from us. A general something Core i5 starting at a thousand bucks, some general i7 at the high end, unless we go to the 15 inch. And then there's just i7s across the board with, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know the GPU. We don't know the exact CPU. We don't know anything. You're paying $2,400 at the top end, and you don't even know what the core count is. Oh, but we're not done, because here's the best part. We have the new version of the Surface Studio 2 Plus. Why is it called the 2 Plus? I don't know. 
but it only has one configuration. And that is with the 11th gen, even more outdated. 11th gen Intel Core H3 i7, which by the way is not a real model number, with 32 gigs of RAM, one terabyte, and an RTX 3060 in it for $4,500. I want to repeat that. A Core i7, 32 gigs of RAM, a RTX 3060, not a 3080, not a 3090, a 3060 for $4,500. You make Apple users have a double take with that price. What the heck? Oh, but don't worry. The It has that really cool touchscreen and whatnot. Now, fortunately with this, if you actually do some digging, you can actually find the processor. It is, in fact, the Core i7-11-370H, which is a quad-core mobile processor. Quad-core. Quad-core. No big little architecture. Just quad-core. For $4,500. Look, that touchscreen is cool and all, but holy cow, that is a super, super hard pill to swallow. Now, I'm actually going to go back really quick and see if I can find the exact tech specs of these other laptops and this specific processor. Um, okay, yep, I found the models. And um, yeah, they're ultra-low voltage laptops. The i5 is the i5-1235U. I can already tell you that's an ultra-low voltage processor. That's what that U stands for. The i7 is the 1255U, which is going to be your next model up. Let's see what we get on that one. 10 core part, two performance cores, eight efficiency cores on the i5. That's actually not bad. With um, 15 watt initial draw and, um, or I'm sorry, between anywhere between 12 and 55 watts of consumed power. Honestly, not bad. That's honestly not bad at all. On the i7, we have um, basically the exact same processor with the exception that um, it can go 300 megahertz higher than the i5. That's it. That's honestly a hard sell. All right, let's take a look if we can take if we can do the same trick on their website. By the way, you have to go through like a weird menuing sort of thing to actually find the full tech specs because this it feels like you're boxing with this machine the whole way. Okay, they only want to talk about the i5 and the i7, and they're using the exact same i5 and i7. I'm not impressed at all. Honestly, I would say the i5s are the way to go. I mean, the cheaper you go with these, the honestly, the better off you are. The rest of these are just gross. They really, really are. Uh, well. That was painful. Mark Zuckerberg is pushing harder and harder on trying to make VR in the workplace a thing. And here's the thing. It's not working because it's clear everyone's sick of this. Everyone's starting to push back against Mark. It is clear no one wants to try and use VR in the workspace. This seems like it's just one giant non-starter. That's not good. And in fact... It's looking like even within Meta itself, people are marking these as just, marking a lot of these these Metaverse projects, these VR projects as just, quote, just trying to make Mark happy. I for one approve. I for one am glad that this is falling apart and failing because quite frankly, this has just been one giant disappointment. It really, really has. And to see it start to get some pushback does in fact make me very happy. It really, really does. In other oddball news, the Intel Nook codename Raptor Lake is just a desktop. <laughs> There's no other way to say this thing. So the Nook now is a little bit smaller than an ITX board, but only slightly. 
Like the thing is just crazy. And then on top of that, the case it goes in supports up to a triple slot GPU. When you include all this together, the blasted thing seems to be just absurd. It is actually bigger than I've seen some mini ITX GPUs or CPU, I'm sorry, computers. Now I do want to see some other applications of this because where it was introduced, which was at TwitchCon, did show a NUC fitting inside an already existing computer and using that NUC along with the hardware-based encoders to just basically be the streaming PC inside the gaming PC. Those kind of applications I'm very interested in. But this concept for the NUC, it's getting absurd. It really, really is. Like, we're not saving space anymore. This is just a desktop. This is just a full-size desktop now. Oh, well, what are you going to do? And finally, Twitch is killing the Cheercoin experiment, which I forgot was a thing that existed. The Cheercoin experiment was a half measure between bits and super chats. Super chats basically on YouTube are a way of contributing to a content creator, but just having it be straight up the dollar amount. The Cheercoin was supposed to be just that. But the thing is, is that the whole concept was silly. The Cheercoin was, in fact, just showed, oh, hey, it's a solid dollar. The thing is, bits already were obvious what they were. One bit was one cent. So 100 bits, one dollar. Easy peasy, it made sense. So the fact that this experiment is ending is no real surprise to me at all. And quite frankly, I am glad just to see it go the way of the dinosaur. May it rest in peace and no one will miss it ever. So, I mean, we'll just wait and see if uh, Twitch will just go ahead and kill those uh, elevated messages, because quite frankly, no one's liking that either. And on Twitch, we already found ways to basically emulate that same effect, except to have it actually be better than what Twitch is trying to do. Hopefully, though, Twitch gets its head out of its butt, because it really does need to step up, step up its games. And too much of what's going on is just ridiculous. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy. 